Support for On the Range Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Go to manscaped.com and use promo code OTR20 for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. So it's not like anything. I'm not going out to the garage to do any reading. Um, my ISIS flag is not out there. Uh, that's in the house. But again, everyone's got their own uh, their own thing. But it kind of just showcases uh, one point. And then um, one thing. Oh, as I gotta reach away. Um, so again, my my platoon pictures and things like that aren't on my workbench either. Uh, here's a classic. <laughs> Boom! As I kind of yeah, fighting the light here. The old yeah. uh, desert storm. So there it is, one five oh five out there There's... in yeah. I don't know where we found this grass field at, and I think I think that was in Saudi Arabia, if I remember right. I don't know if that was could be, Iraq. could be. I, I, yeah. I don't remember where it's at, but it's somewhere out over there. But yeah, man. Um, so that's a classic, you know, platoon picture that. Um. Yeah, man. So yeah, just just some differences there, and uh, I think kind of the the last big one. Uh, I don't have any rifles kind of hanging up out there by my workbench. Yeah, um, and I've got a reloading press. I didn't, you know, that was one thing I didn't notice. He didn't have a, a reloader out there. Yeah. So uh, yeah. he must have some big deep pockets to, <laughs> to get his hand. Yeah, <laughs> I know. So. Yeah. So yeah, so you got you're you're the same way as, as I. I don't have. I don't have a ton of pictures and things that I'm afraid that it, it, you know, is going to get jacked up from me just being careless because I'm doing something, not paying attention, um, you know, like photos and books and things like that. But, you know, it, the, the nice thing about, you know, during the terminal list and that opening sequence is it, it shows those things and guys who have a place like that in their house or their garage or in their shop downstairs, whatever it's located. We all know that it's filled with those things, those little things, that means something to us mm-hmm. that to anyone else and everybody has those kind of things, but those type of collection areas seem to be the place where they end up for guys like you and me. If we do a lot of things out there, you got some spec books out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got some manuals. If you're doing some work, um, you know, modding up your, your stuff, changing batteries, whatever, spending time, got the music on. So one of the things I have out there, I've got two things I wanted to show that I thought were pretty cool. Um, I'm sure, Guys that are old enough to remember these. Yeah, buddy. There's not a whole lot of security going on with your firearm, but um, yeah, man, the uh, the UM84 holster, uh, patent pending when this came out. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I keep that out there. I have that hanging up. I don't put anything in it. I just like to look yeah. at it every now and then. Uh, yeah. Means a lot to me. Able to to keep that. And then uh, another thing, too, that is from my actually from my grandfather that instead of putting, you know, everybody's got those gun oil, you know, the bottles and you just chuck mm-hmm. them, right? You know, they get they mm-hmm. get all messed up. So you just get rid of them. Well, I keep this bad boy out nice. there and nice, I man. instead of, you know, I have my gun oil in there nice. and I'm I can't really date this, but I can tell you right now it's probably late teens, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So this no, is probably 100 years old. 
Joan, Joan Jett was out there with the Black Hearts Poison, and it was just a great show. The show was good. It was a lot of fun. And it really took me back to my youth and demonstrated why I went to live shows. They sounded really good. They sounded really good. Now, think about that for a second. How many times, and this is a fair question, how many times does that happen? When you've talked to your kids about how awesome the concerts were that you went to, and these guys, they put on these amazing shows, and they had girls dancing, and they were singing backup, and they had explosions and lasers. And you actually get to show your kids what you're talking about. They get to see it firsthand. Instead of listening to the old man's stories, they actually get to experience themselves. Am I right? They've heard Dad talk about it for years. Now they get to go see it. It was unbelievable. It was a, it was a rock and roll concert. Joan Jett played a real good set. Sounded great. You know, back then you got it all at a show. And that's a little bit lacking, a little bit of theater. You know, Alice Cooper, he was basically a modern-day vaudeville. With all the antics he did on stage, he has a big Frankenstein running around when he played his, his uh, Frankenstein song. The whole place looked like Frankenstein's castle, his lab. Unbelievable. You know, the music, the clothes, the laser lights, the pyrotechnics. They even had these big dragons. They'd be spitting fire. It was unbelievable. It's showbiz. And that's exactly what it is. You got the whole ball of wax. Alice Cooper used to say, you used to get the Disney e-ticket, the everything ticket. You got the show, the music, the lights, the interaction. Paul Stanley said, you know, some people are ham. He's the whole pig for Kiss. But they, they had a great, great night. Now, along those lines, we're talking about live music, how much I love it, and how when I first heard that Kiss Alive 2 record that it drew me to concerts because the music was so good. And these guys are talented. Folks who are doing music, music acting, whatever, they're performers, they are good. Or they we wouldn't be talking about them if they couldn't play, and if their songwriting sucked, we wouldn't even be talking about them. Now you can get a, you can get along for a little by a little while with a stick. Everybody wants to see it, but then it's over, right? These guys have been doing it for four decades, and they still sound pretty damn good. Now these bands are iconic figures. Have they lost a step musically? Yes. Are they getting there up there in age and they the energy's not quite there that they could perform? Yes. But I saw a lot of articles coming out. I started searching out just to see how some of the shows and what people were saying about it, what to expect. I've seen them multiple times, all those bands, except for Joan Jett. That was the first time. And I heard a lot of things coming out. A lot of things coming out that a lot of these bands were using some modern-day technology, mainly backing tracks. Some of these guys can't hit those high notes as well as they can all the time. They just can't. So they use backing tracks for things such as that. A little bit of background singing. Sometimes they, they fill in with the background tracks for the background singing, so it takes some of the burden off of their voice because they are getting up there in age. Some of them are over 60 years old in Motley Crue. And the articles were saying, hey, man, I feel duped. 
This is this is what I paid for. I want my money back. It's not live rock and roll. I paid to see live rock and roll. And it was obvious that some backing tracks were being used. They had girl now. Motley Crue had some girls on stage that were singing some of the background vocals, and that was obviously, again, to take some of the burden off of Vince Neil. But Vince Neil was singing live, to be fair to him. He was singing live. Now, my understanding is this technology is so good now that some of the music is a track. So many of the pieces of the music may actually be a recording, a backtrack. They want to sit there and make... A medical choice amendment. Okay, cool. But then you can't sit there and go, hey, take this poison. Hey, do this. Nope. So if you want to do that, I'm fine with that. But that's just Rick trying to give you some, some info so that you're better educated to understand the crap these people are putting out there. You know, we want to talk about the federal government and their power. Hmm. How about the federal government gives security to the American people? So why wouldn't we secure our southern border and quit all these illegals from coming in? Why don't we quit all this fentanyl that's coming in from China, who knows is killing our citizens? Why don't we do something about that? Oh, we don't bat an eye. It's funny. Again, I'll refer back to the Constitution because we want to talk about these constitutional violations. Uh, and I'm going to switch over to... Uh, the 13th. So if you guys aren't familiar with the 13th Amendment, uh, neither slavery nor involuntary servitude, um, except we're punishable for a crime, therefore the party shall have been duly convicted, shall exist in the United States or any place subject to its jurisdiction. Hmm. So constitutional violation of slavery. Yet how many people are human, humanly trafficked in this country? And we don't bat an eye. That's a constitutional violation. I'm just, I'm baffled why we pick and choose these areas. I'm baffled why we've got these political parties that are hell-bent on causing division in this country over some set of rules. You're there to represent the people, your constituents, that voted you in office. You're not there to get rich, although all seems they do. You're not there for your own personal agenda. Now you can have your values, don't get me wrong. And that's part why people are there, but at the end of the day, we should be getting regular um check-ins from our politicians. They should be sending out polls. Hey man, what do you think about this? I'm getting ready to vote on that. You've got by X amount of date to give me some type of response and hey, the the biggest tally tick will vote. Um it kills me because I'm going to call people out as they are. Uh, listen here, Governor Cooper, state of North Carolina. So old Coop's a Dem, and he won't get off his soapbox uh, because he's a Democrat, all this uh, anti-gun legislation stuff. So here it is, the state of North Carolina tries to remove old Jim Crow laws off the books because, again, number one, they were Jim Crow laws. Number two, they infringed on people's Second Amendment rights. What's Coop do? vetoes it. Hmm. Now he'll try to use the excuse of, oh, you know, I'm trying to protect the people. Well, we've got the right to carry concealed firearms here, but you didn't think it'd be a good idea to remove Jim Crow laws off the books. Hmm. 
Interesting coup. Uh, then you get old Tom Tillis. You know, we as a state, and again, it's important because I go state, right? Because I, I fully believe in states' rights, 100%. So we as citizens of the state of North Carolina years back voted on the definition of marriage. And we said the definition of marriage was between a man and a woman. Well, now all of a sudden, you know, Tillis is up there with the rest of the feds going, oh, we're going to get federally involved. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We voted as a state. And next, you know, everything's being turned over by the federal government. We don't want the federal government involved. The federal government should do this. The federal government should provide security for this great nation, but they don't. The federal government should be harsh on the illegal drugs coming into this country, killing our citizens. They're not. The federal government should be hunting down. Thank you.